Alternative Radio. The future of finance is here. Prepare for freedom. Get ready to swallow the red pill because every week we're bringing you cutting edge, real, uncut, raw truths about finance in the world that you think you know to help you prepare for the biggest shift in generational wealth the world has ever seen. Warriors, rise! Get your shit together. Let's go. Warriors, rise! Grand rising world and grand evening to Ken Mack. Well, actually, I don't know where you're at in the world, so we always start out by finding out where is Ken Mack at today. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're watching this from in the world. It's evening here in Dubai just now. I'm in the deal-making factory. Awesome. And, awesome. Uh, and every single week that we do the show, uh, something more crazy is happening in the world. It is, is uh, getting Giving wild. us uh, something to speak about. Yeah, so many that, things to speak about. It's crazy. I was saying to somebody somewhere, I'm like, they're making our jobs very, very easy to do these shows. It's like there's so much content. It got really quiet when crypto went sideways, right? And now everything that we've talked about that people said tinfoil hat is now happening now. So we have so much to share with you guys from last week to this week. We had the the pound was collapsing last last week when we were talking, which was wild. By Wednesday, the U uh, was UK, the European Union, uni, uh the Europe, not the European Union, the Bank of England was going into crisis mode. Um, UK, about 40% of their, from what I understand, is 40% of their mortgages are variable rate mortgages. Uh, we now have Credit Suisse. I was calling it Credit Susie's. <laughs> Credit Suisse is uh, rumored, rumored, people are going back and forth on social media. It's rumored on the verge of collapse, like the uh, Lehman Brothers. And so there's so many things going on right now. But what we can talk about is from our perspective and the physical things you're seeing within your communities of what is actually happening. And we, you know, we'll take a look at some charts really quickly, and then we'll just dive into a deep conversation. There's a lot happening right now as Ken and I are on the show with you guys. I want to show you guys the dollar. <clears throat> so U.S. dollar is skyrocketing right now. And so what I've been explaining to people within America, you know, I live in America, so I can speak from the America perspective the middle class, when you see the dollar skyrocketing like this, this is not good for the working class. Why? The reason why it's skyrocketing, from my understanding, is that because interest rates are skyrocketing, these other countries' wealth are transferring into the dollar because they're going to get a higher yield. But just like the stock market, what goes up must come down because once they get their yield, they're going to pull back into their currencies. And so it's just a delicate balance. You know, 401ks are attached to this. Pensions are attached to this. So the normal everyday working person is getting hurt because the interest rates are going up and skyrocketing. They're having the emergency meeting right now for the feds um, in America. And it's about interest rates. So we got this going on. But I want to show you guys how powerful the America's GDP is. I got so much stuff up here. Like, look how big the global GDP is. So when this happens in America, when the U.S. dollar skyrockets, this is the power behind it. So the US, United States GDP compared to the other countries is at 20.49 trillion. 23% of the GDP comes from that. The next closest is China at 15.86. United Kingdom, from my understanding, is in trouble right now. We had the pound collapse last week. So all the things we were talking about and why people were running to cryptocurrency is now a reality. These things are actually happening in our current paradigm um, and we're living it now. So what's going on in your end of the world, Ken? Yeah, so as you guys know, I'm actively investing in hard assets. Um, so I called my bullion dealer today uh, asking if I could get what we call a monster box. Inside a monster box, you get 500 uh, golden eagles, or you get, sorry, 500 silver eagles. Mm. It's normally what comes in a monster box. They said uh, the premiums are so high that we can't get our hands on silver just now because everybody's buying silver. Same again for wow. gold. Uh, premiums are kind of high just now as well, but it's easier to get gold than silver, but the demand is through the roof. Um, mm. So from my, um, from my uh, perspective here, it looks as if a lot of people are trying to escape uh, the dollar and, uh, and buy uh, or at least take a position in physical gold and silver, um, especially me as well. You know, I'm, you know, always dollar cost averaging into gold and silver, but... So it's not looking too good in, in Credit Susie. Um, I did a post uh, yesterday, and it said this. It said, I trust that you're not confusing our day-to-day -day stock price performance with the strong capital base and liquidity position of the bank. And that was the Credit, Credit Susie CEO uh, who said that uh, on the 30th of September. Mm. 
Now, on the 8th of September 2008, um, the Lehman Brothers CFO came out and said, our capital position at the moment is strong. Now, if we take a look, I'm just going to share a... Um, bring up this chart here and I'll show it with you guys. Yeah, this is inter This is happening real time. Like it's like as we're reporting this stuff, as we're talking to you guys from last week to this week, there's been a lot of dramatic stuff happening. So it's the um, Credit Suisse CDS spreads at 14-year high. So you can see here we're spiking um, right here, the 8th of September 2022. But if you look back um, to the 8th of September 2008, you can see that we're almost at the same level of wow. basis points. Um, so it's not looking good for, for these banks, uh, namely Credit Suisse and also the Deutsche Bank. I know they've been under, uh, you know, they've been at breaking point for quite a long time. So mm -hmm. perhaps now is that time when these banks are going to start taking uh, the domino position. And when they take right. the domino position, they're going to start knocking off one another. And uh, that will be the start of the global collapse, the global yeah. financial collapse. It, it makes sense too. The central banks right now are moving to central bank digital currency. America's moving yeah. to FedNow services in 2023. It's like we've been talking about the great financial reset and everybody's like the World Economic Forum has a video on it. Right. But if we talk about it, they tag our video on the bottom. But the World Economic Forum, please go do your research. They have a video that's called the Great Reset. In the Great Reset video, I slowed it down for you guys a long time ago, a couple of years ago. And in the video, it shows money changing hands like paper money and then it going into quantum from there it goes to quantum into a whole new world so we're heading into central bank digital currencies rtp real-time payments odl on-demand liquidity because the key right now is liquidity problems that's what the bank is having right so they're so leveraged in debt right now they don't have the cash positions america has more debt than they have cash most countries have more debt than they have cash so they're in this delicate balance right now. And the way to fix this is through money, moving money at the speed of light. And why do you think people are buying? Why do you think silver? You think so for barterability, like in Venezuela, you know, you're not going to want to barter with your gold, right? Yeah, there's, there's more potential to make profit from silver, of course, mm. than gold. You buy gold because it's an it's insurance policy to protect yourself, protect your purchasing power. Um, of course, you know, gold is not anything like Bitcoin. I don't even understand why they compare gold to Bitcoin. They're two completely mm. different things. Um, but it's a way to store your wealth. And a lot of people uh, around the world are moving into gold in order to protect their purchasing power because, of course, it takes uh, time, effort, energy, and resources to mine an ounce of gold, and it takes right. skill. But to print a piece of paper, you just push a button and the paper comes out. Um, but the, I believe the dollar is about to collapse and this is your last chance to buy assets before your buying power is mm. destroyed. Um, and one thing to consider is that once inflation, once it's above 5%, it takes an average of 10 years to drop to 2%. And the global central bankers have really shafted us royally on purpose. But most people, they just don't know it yet. Right. We have a limited window now to get out of the US dollar and into assets like companies, Bitcoin, gold, real estate, and land. You know, one of the calls I was having today was with uh, a real estate agent in Scotland uh, speaking to them about buying up farmland. And they said, uh, we're going to look at doing a bit of a Bill Gates in Scotland to start uh, acquiring farmland. Mm. Now, if I go back to the, uh, the notes on my phone here, um, the conversation went something like this. The, uh, some of the fields, um, there's about 500 acres for sale. One of the, uh, sorry, a lot of the fields are rented out to farmers, okay? okay. So they actually rent the fields out and they're getting something like 40 uh, pounds, that's about $50 per year per acre, which is nothing. So the, uh, the most effective way to monetize that land is to, uh, is to plant conifer trees because 80% mm. of the wood is imported and uh, to meet the, the zero carbon thing, you know, the, the, the green yeah. agenda. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and earn, earn carbon credits. So that's something that I'm looking into now with a consultant in Scotland. Um, and, you know, it's, it's sad that uh, we would be buying up farmland because it's not profitable to put, uh, let's say, animals on the land or right. to rent that land out to, um, you know, to other farmers. It's just not profitable. Um, so we would be looking at planting conifer, uh, conifer trees. But what we would be doing 
is uh, tokenizing those farms through AcquireFi. So the, the purpose behind that call was uh, making a deal so that we can then make an acquisition, tokenize that land, put it into one of our investment pools, and allow our investors to own hard assets like land mm. and, uh, and then speculate on the carbon credits uh, and hold for a number of years. So, wow. um, so that, that, that's one of the asset classes that we're looking at tokenizing, which is, you know, it makes me sad um, to think that uh, you know, it's not profitable to rent these fields out to farmers because you know, I myself, you know, I'm a peasant, you know, we have a farm. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the thing, you know, that the peasants of the day, uh, they are going to become the, uh, the wealthy of tomorrow because you know, the UK government, for example, they are uh, offering what we call the, uh, the early retirement scheme to farmers. So they're offering wow. to buy farmland off of farmers. But uh, I, th- I think disposing of your farmland could be one of the worst decisions that you make. Um, but you know, we want to have a diversified strategy. We want to have some farmland that's operable so that we have animals and we're you know, running a professional farm. But mm-hmm. other um, strategic pieces of farmland that we're then um, you know, uh, looking at incentives through the green agenda because you know, at the end of the day, if you can't beat them, you join them. Mm. Yeah, and the green agenda is here. I mean, you guys just look up Larry Fink, look up Aladdin, look up BlackRock. Yeah. BlackRock working with the World Economic Forum. We're not BlackRock. Larry Fink is on the board of trustees of the World Economic Forum. Their mission is to move us to zero carbon by 2030. The Pope, Larry Fink, have been meeting with companies. Larry Fink is, is massive in regards to how many companies that they own a majority shares in. He's meeting with these CEOs and they're moving people to zero carbon. And these companies are not going to be able to get their funding. They're not going to be able to survive if they go up to the zero carbon narrative. And so a lot of people don't know what a carbon credit is. So, for example, you have the land, you plant these trees and people can buy carbon credits or do they buy the ability to plant trees on the land? Is that a carbon credit? I don't really know how it works. Um, so we're uh, just tie, tying up just now with the consultants mm-hmm. that's uh, going to be um, sharing the roadmap with us in order to how to monetize these carbon credits. Okay, um, yeah. Yeah. Whole, whole different world, man. Whole different yeah, world. So crazy. You know, we'll dive into carbon credits and understanding that piece. You're not going to stop the freight train. I, I, you know, I know Rosie Rio said the freight train comment. I've been saying the freight train comment for years where I would say the freight train has left the building. You're either going to get on board and go for the ride of your life or you're going to get ran over by it. But at some point, everybody's getting on that train. That's a fact. The They're problem forces is on that chain. 100%. have any choice. And those who refuse to get on the chain, they're going to put uh, so much pressure, uh, financial burdens on these companies that don't, that don't comply, mm-hmm. penalties and other consequences. So, you know, it's happening. Yeah, it's pay to play. Pay to play. Should should be be buying physical pressure. Yeah, that's what Ken was talking about. He's uh, definitely getting definitely. physical metals, precious metals. Um Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the love. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you to the moon. Welcome back, Amy. Yeah. I said, answer your questions here, guys. If you have ask any questions um, you'd like here, but yeah, so we're just diving into So think about what's happened over the last year since me and Ken have been working together on this channel. It's like <clears throat> we were talking about central bank, digital currencies. They were telling us cryptocurrencies a fraud. They were telling us all this stuff, pushing you out of these assets. And now they're, They're putting out. Let me just show you guys this real quick. I'll just show you the physical part here, uh, right here. This is a document. So this is a um, a Senate filing. So they're trying to get Bitcoin in or into uh, uh, people's retirement funds. And so Bitcoin's not going anywhere, guys. Bitcoin is under the CFTC. It's regulated as a commodity. So they're all trying to get this underneath underneath the financial system, right? So they want it in the 401ks, they want it in the pension funds, they want it to help balance out the market as they move us into distributed ledger technology. They're gonna wipe out a bunch of cryptocurrencies that don't have real world solve, real utility. There's gonna be a big monopoly in my opinion of large companies that have nice balance sheets. They're gonna be monopolizing all these small uh, crypto companies. It's all right here. And then this is a big, uh, the credit, uh, is it Credit Swiss? Credit Swiss? I was calling it Susie's Credit Swiss. Uh, so Credit Swiss shares tank of capital concerns, sparks reminders of Lehman Brothers failure. Here's what to know. So this is interesting right here. Charles Gasparino, I'll read this part right here. Um, making matter wor- matters worse, more difficult, and a series of unverified reports linked to Credit Susie's sent social media into a frenzy, frenzy over the weekend. And an unnamed large investor in the bank telling Fox News reporter Charles Gasparino Saturday 
the bank is a disaster. And the ABC Australia reported David Taylor tweeted a source told him major investment banks were on the brink. And this is interesting. So pay attention. So Charles Gasparino just a little bit ago just posted this breaking consensus amongst top Wall Street banks on Credit Suzy's is the issue plaguing the investment banks are not as dire as social media speculations. And it's CDS trading would indicate, but they are all watching very closely. They probably told him you need to post this ASAP because people are freaking out. They're reporting on this. This there's something coming. I mean, it, it's it's <laughs> you got to think about what the the position banks are in right now, right? They got all these all these interest rates are raising. Uh, what I've heard is that the UK forty percent of their um, are are uh, variable rate mortgages, right? Bunch of forty percent of people are not going to be able to pay their mortgages very soon. In America, rent prices have gone up twenty percent, so now it's a su supply and demand issue. A mortgage that was twenty five hundred dollars uh, nine months ago is now five thousand dollars to get a mortgage and so the normal everyday working class person and then if you're a business owner the in the u.s we used to say the small business was the engine of the u.s economy if you're a small business owner right now and inflation's through the roof you know if you run a hot dog shop or a burger place or a vegan restaurant your supplies cost more with the dollar going up it doesn't do you any good other than if you're traveling to foreign countries that that the dollar has a lot of value or you're importing goods right the dollar going up this right here benefits the very, very wealthy people who are moving money back and forth, right? So do, what is your perception of this with the U.S. dollar just taking off from everybody, Ken? Yeah, so when the U.S. dollar gets stronger, what's actually happening is all of the other currencies underneath it are getting smashed, uh, heavily, mm -hmm. heavily smashed. Uh, and if the dollar continues in the direction that it's going, which is, I'm watching now actually on the chart, um, it's going to cause a major problem. Let's say, in fact, I'm going to share it with you. Here we are. Yeah, let's share a screen. Uh, so <clears> people are really enjoying so this. I'm literally watching it in real time just now as we're uh, running the show here. So here's the, the Dixie, the DXY, dollar strength index. Uh, when the dollar is rallying, as you can see here, what's actually happening is that's US dollar moving to safety. So when the dollar is pumping, normally what would be happening, happening is all assets, including Bitcoin, would be dumping. Okay, so it's inversely correlated. Um, but what we need to pay attention to is click on all, click on the, uh, yeah, we, we can use the daily chart. So that takes us back to 1968, right? So we've only ever broken this level, historical level, okay? Uh, one, two, three. This is the third time in history. So it's one, up, here, up. We hit 120. And right now, we've just broke it. So we've pretty much confirmed the breakout. And we are about to rally up to 120. Uh, and there's nothing but thin mm. air between here and here. Now, if they manage to control what's happening and bring it back down, good. Okay? If they don't and the dollar continues to pump, it's going to go wee way up here. Wow. 163. <clears throat> and if it does that, Last time that happened was 1985. Um, yeah. Then you will see a cheap Bitcoin. Put it that way. Hmm. I, it, well, it's October right now. So here's the thing. So usually the, we're in the end of the Shemitah, right? Right at the end of the Shemitah, the pound collapsed. In the Shemitah, it's usually a year after the Shemitah, there's some sort of collapse. Most financial collapse happen in October and one year from a presidential election. So it's like <laughs> everything is lined up for October for a big financial collapse. Now we got Credit Susie's reporting. You got reporters going back on their word and saying, oh, shit, no, I'm it, it's it's chaos right now. It's absolute chaos. I guarantee you at the banks, the banks, the central bank, they're trying to figure this out. But problem, reaction, solution, a problem is created, creates a reaction in the people. And the solution is a central bank digital currency. The ISO 2022 token. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. Please. I was going to say the Bank of England just kick-started quantitative easing again this week due to the pension funds potentially collapsing. So they're now scared that pension funds are going to collapse. And people forget that the Bank of England, the bond portfolio, losses their $200 billion already. Hmm. Wow. See, that's that's what I'm scared about. That's why I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sharing this with the normal everyday working people. We're all the working class here. And it's like, 
your parents, your grandparents, maybe you're, you know, you're in your twenties or thirties and you, you know, you're not in the pension, you're not in a pension, but you're saving a 401k. A lot of this stuff that we're showing you guys, this is your 401k, right? These dollars, 20% of companies in America are zombie companies. Now, what does that mean? A lot of those are on in your 401k, right? These are zombie companies. They should not even be alive. The only reason they're alive is because the feds bought junk bonds from them. They took debt off of their, off of their books, right? So you continue to survive. I've had small business owners and small business people commenting all the time saying, I'm in trouble, man. There's another big clip that's coming, which one of our warriors sent to me. I'll keep their name private. But a lot of, um, in America, a lot of uh, business owners took big loans out to survive the C word, right? When we looked this way at the beer virus, all those loans are coming due now. So now you have in a dollar that's skyrocketing because of interest rates. It's impossible to even run your business because it's so expensive. And now all these loans are going to come due at the exact same time, which is interesting as interest rates are going up. So all of a sudden, crash, here comes the small businesses. Mom and pop companies get shut down. Everything gets monopolized into a central bank digital currency. All the money flows through the system. Financial inclusion, even playing field. These are all verbiages and things they've been using for a very long time. Money starts to move like the speed of light. And what I think is going to happen, they'll have a central bank digital currency. And then eventually it'll be one for one. It's like, okay, we'll give you a dollar for dollar. And then they're like, you'll, you'll have your fiat wallet still. And then all of a sudden they'll be like, okay, it's going to be $2 for one central bank digital currency. And then what will happen is eventually they'll get you out of the fiat, the paper dollar, because they'll keep changing the ratio until you can only get value through your central bank digital currency. And did you see in China too? I don't know if that's rumors. I don't want to speak out of school, but where China is uh, trying to implement uh, expiration on your currency. Did you see that? Didn't see that, dude. No. Yeah, I saw somebody. It was on what TikTok, so it must be true. <laughs> so basically, like for example, so say they're in a you know like a central bank digital currency type situation where you know you have everything's digitized, and so <clears throat> if you have ten thousand dollars in your bank account, you would have an expiration on that ten thousand dollars. You have to learn to use oh, yeah, it in a yeah, certain yeah. amount of time. What that tells me is that that's taking out the ability to create generational wealth. So you would want to follow Ken's strategy and my strategy in regards to business and things like that, where you're wanting physical assets. You, a smart person would take their money and buy physical assets, correct? Get it out of the system into something that would appreciate. Yeah. So like you say, these CBDCs, well, 100%, um, they will have expiry dates on them. Um, they could have a certain... Um, restricted to certain use cases so you won't be able to mm -hmm. spend it on anything that you want just now if you think yeah. about it that when they take notes that are circulations so they're already doing that to you they're already removing notes and if you don't spend them by a certain time then they've expired and mm -hmm. they're just going to translate that to digital currency so it's going to be no different uh, except it's going to be a lot easier for them just to delete these coins so you could have mm -hmm. say 30 days or 60 days to spend what's inside your wallet and uh, they will dictate what and what you cannot spend these CBDCs on. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm just looking at that crazy chart, man. I'm thinking like the Great British Pound has now become the Great British Peso. It's unbelievable. Wow. It, it's crazy, it happens so crazy. fast, so fast. And it, it, my heart goes out to the people. I mean, it's like, think about some of you are going through this. There might be people from that area. It's like, you have all this money in your account. You have $10,000. Now it's worth a thousand. It's like, how heartbreaking is that? Right. That's why we're talking about physical assets and, you know, investing in the right cryptos and things that are going to be here. So there's a question right here. If you had to choose between ETH or Bitcoin, which one would you invest in? Ken, I'll have you. Bitcoin go for me. Bitcoin, 100%. <clears throat> decentralized, yep. completely decentralized. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. If you, if you want peace of mind, Bitcoin, <clears throat> if it had to be one yep. or the other, Bitcoin. Of course, you can make a little bit yeah. more money with Ethereum, but uh, for me, mm -hmm. I'd rather have the insurance policy and the peace of mind. So Bitcoin. Yeah. So I'd have to say not to be opposite, but I would be Ethereum. So I'm a big Ethereum fan. I have no Bitcoin, but when it drops to 10,000, I'm buying Bitcoin. So um, I have Ethereum. I have no Bitcoin. So not against Bitcoin at all, um, but just... Yeah, my ecosystem with the ISO 20,000, 20,002, 20, however people say it, everybody says it different. The, the, I'm big on the ISO 20,000 banking system, blah, 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 all that stuff. So ETH for me, um, it's really, well, Bitcoin and ETH are completely different though, right? In regards to their purpose. Completely different. Yeah. Like yeah. For me, Bitcoin is peace of mind. It's, uh, yep. not it's trustless. It's not organized right. or controlled by a central authority. 
it's sovereign currency and it's the mm -hmm. people's currency. Um, Ethereum is centralized. You know, it's uh, you know, it's a company essentially. Yep. Um, but the uh, the miners, the um, you know, the, those who uphold the Bitcoin network, which is people all over the world, mm -hmm. they protect and defend the Bitcoin network, which just becomes more stronger and stronger over time. So I trust, um, you know, in Bitcoin. Bitcoin for me is uh, is my religion. I'm not a Bitcoin maximalist, um, mm -hmm. but I love all cryptos. But if I had to choose one, then for me it would be an easy decision. But yeah, I'm totally with you on Ethereum. You know, for me, I'm a big Ethereum holder, mm -hmm. um, and it's going to be part of the banking system, absolutely. Yeah. But for me, I, I do like to be detach myself yep. uh, from that uh, whole centralized aspect. And uh, now is. Uh, uh, probably the best time to become your own central bank. Yes. And that's why so you should important. have Bitcoin, you should have gold, you should have silver, you should have land. And if you don't have enough money to buy any of these things, then you should be investing in knowledge. Yes, 100%. See, and that, that's what's beautiful about this. We're not, you know, I, I love XRP. You guys know that. I'm not XRP maximalist. I talk about XRP a lot because I understand it very at a deep, deep level. And so it's like, that's why we can bring people together, share different opinions. And it's about forming your own truth. Like, what is your truth for your family, your timeline, your generation? Um, so the question is, um, I know you don't predict, but it seems we're close to a collapse. Any thoughts, Coach and Ken? I, we're in the collapse right now. It's not, um, it's happening. So it's, uh, it, banks are in trouble. Um, the, the central banks are in trouble. Like, for example, this is my opinion on it. They passed the hot potato down the road all the way since 1971. Now the hot potatoes in their hand, but it's they're very, very strategic people. They're not just sitting there waiting for this hot potato land in their hand. Banks started working with uh, DLT, uh, ODL, uh, you know, RTP real time payments 2016, 2017, 2018. So they knew this couldn't continue on. And so they need liquidity. If you get money to move at the speed of light and you can get all the money in the system without cash, what happens? You now have more access to capital to lend it back out. You can have Bitcoin to stabilize the market. There's all kinds of different things. So um, I think we're in the midst of the collapse, in my opinion. Um, but I think you mean more physical. I'm not going to predict anything. All I know is the end of the Shemitah. October could be a collapse. It's you know historical data and things like that. Um, I've always been wrong on the dates, so I'm just telling you what history says that October could be a pretty volatile month for the stock market and uh, investments in general. What are your thoughts, Ken? To think that we're not in the collapse is absolutely crazy. So mm -hmm. you know, we are at the beginning of the yeah. collapse. I'm just doing some charting, pulling a Fibonacci just now on the DXY and uh, the 1.618, which takes us up to um, an area um, which we spiked up to in 1984. Um, is 136 on the dollar index, which uh, that will be a, where are we now, 111. So I'm just trying to yeah, do us a huge favor as well. Hit that like button, share this with a friend, get this information out there. So hit that yeah, like so button. So that would be a 17% pump in the DXY from where we are just now. So... Um, if my charting is correct, then uh, we are um, in the collapse just now. And that wow. is going to pump uh, probably not up to uh, what it was before 150. But I think we will see 135, uh, which is going to be insane. Oh. At that point, the dollar is just going to go bang. Wow. It's wow. not sustainable. It's, mm -hmm. it's simply not sustainable at those levels. So we yeah. are in the collapse. You know, it's yep. as simple as that. You know, this is not a recession. Um, they, they try and sugarcoat it uh, and call it a recession. This is a depression, which is wow. going to last for a long, long time. And it's going to take many, many <clears throat> years to, uh, to, to, to calm um, the, the inflation and what's happening. Oh, yeah. Just the, the reverberation of, of yeah. job losses and companies and the infrastructure changes. And, you know, when they locked us all down for the beer virus, and if you know what I mean, the beer virus, right? If you drink beer in Mexico, looking this way, what happened was they got us used to this technology, Zoom calls. They were seeing how people operated from home, right? Many companies are saving tons of money. So you're going to see a lot of, for example, I live in an area. Um, anyways, the area that I live in, I don't want to say where i will live but the area that i live in they are building massive massive buildings processing center after processing center i mean 
it would blow your mind to see how many buildings are popping up every 90 days. It, it, it's all down the freeway, just a ton of them. And it's showing you where we're going. The Dallas Fed is zoning for drones. So basically, um, when you're building a building, they're making you zone into your building drone landings. And also the Dallas Fed is working to autonomize, get autonomized trucks for the Western states to have driverless trucks for delivery. So they're working on autonomous drivers for the Western states or the Southern states, excuse me, the sunnier states, not the ice and stuff like that. And they're also zoning for drone landing. So you're, the, the movie Ready Player One is coming, right? And so it's a switch from physical paradigm. So think of physical banking that goes into uh, Stefan's question, Stephen's question, sorry, Stefan or Stephen. If the banks collapse, will we have access to our money in your bank? You, you don't have access to your money. So if everybody went to the bank right now and took their money out, there'd be no money. There is no, it's all a digital number in the bank. So if a bunch of millionaires walked into a bank and tried to take their money, there would be no money to give you. There is no physical money to give you. It's just a ledger or would that be the right word? It's, it's a number inside of a banking system. Just so, a number on the screen. Uh, right. Right. So there really is no money. There is no money in the system and that's what they created and that's where we're at right now. So be on the lookout for upcoming. Uh, Please. I was going to say, uh, let me just remind everybody about the word conspiracy theorist. Okay. Mm. The term is used to discredit somebody who speaks about things you can't bear to look at because if it were true, it would reveal a darkness in the world that you're simply not ready to accept. Mm. And everything that you were speaking about, Coach GV. Two years ago is it all coming mm. through everything we've been speaking all about in the show the last year this is all coming everything. true so that like we're not surprised we're not shocked this is uh mm -hmm. we're just uh, getting a lot of uh, events taking place in the world a lot of things mm -hmm. to speak about um, yeah but you, you guys just need to prepare yeah and here's here's how i know right it's like i'm i just been skimming through some of the comments on tiktok and we're growing now we went from like Everybody, ah, this guy's full of shit. It kind of just died off. And then all of a sudden, all the veils being lifted. And now we're growing 13,000 followers a day. And people are saying, you predicted. I didn't predict anything. I didn't predict anything. All I did was look at historical cycles all the way from 2,000 years ago to when Jesus was crucified. <laughs> Three days before he was flipping over the money changers. This is nothing new under the sun. This happens all the time. So if you look at it from a conscious spiritual level, not religion, we are so deep in the left hemisphere of the brain that the mother earth has to recalibrate. So just take that part. It's like this massive, it's like the car is spinning out of control and you're on ice. It has to recalibrate itself to get back to center. And it's going to get really, really ugly. Unfortunately, we either have to have inspiration or desperation. We're done with inspiration. We're falling into full inspiration or desperation. And so a lot of people are going to get hurt. I mean, I don't mean physically. What I mean by emotionally, spiritually, um, it's going to be some dark times for people. Like, and people say, we're not going into the great depression. I think it's going to be worse than the great depression because of social media. It's going to be exasperated. Like, just like Charles Gasparino just said, he came on his social and kind of backed off with what he said. Social media pushes this stuff out. So when suicide rates go, that, nobody's talking about suicide rates are going through the roof right now. Mental health is out of control right now. That's the pandemic, you know? So very sad, man. Very, very sad. People will just simply, I uh, don't know how to deal with uh, all of the events. It's too much. You know, th th this is too much for normal indoctrinated people to to deal with mm. inside their head. This is um, it's deeply disturbing what it's doing to people, and uh, you know mm -hmm. it's our duty yeah. um, to help as many people as we can understand, understand, and take mm -hmm. action um, to um, well to to get to the next level, to break away from, from yeah. that indoctrination system, to get, uh, get away from the matrix, and perhaps to uh, get a new set of skills, be it uh, yeah. um, you know, buying businesses, investing in cryptocurrency, protecting yourself with gold mm -hmm. and silver. There's you know, so many different ways. You know, it's, it's hard yeah. to start uh, painting a roadmap, but uh, we, we will certainly be doing everything we can to help as many of you guys as possible. Yeah, and I love what Ken talks about, too. It's something that really stands out to me. It's like everybody's like going against the system. It's like learn the system and play in the system. And it's not that you're going with the system. Well, people will say this all the time. They're like, oh, well, how are you? You're Mark of the Beast. You're going into crypto. I'm like, you're using a currency that's literally printed. <laughs> like it, it is literally a Ponzi scheme. Which is going to Mark so, of the Beast 
on it. US yeah, exactly. And so it's like, like lift the veil, everybody. We, we are of all, all of us are in this monetary system. Like there's people talking to me about, you know, moving into the metaverse and as they use their Apple watch and it's like, you have to really step back and pull yourself into a 30, you don't have to do anything, but pull yourself into 30,000 foot overview and really look at what's happening. Look at your life and say, okay, I'm looking at my physical reality, my bank account, my, my physical body, my mental health. And if it's, a, if you don't feel good about it, ask yourself a question. Not what's going on out here. What's going on in here? What decisions am I making? Who do I hang out with? What do I eat? What do I read? What do I see? What am I doing? Have I taken action over the last three years since we've been given this information? Have I actually taken action? Am I educating myself? And when you start to operate from the inside out, you become the president and CEO of your own life. Doesn't matter what the tax rates are. You will be the president and CEO of your own life. It's going to change all the time. The only thing that won't change is your eternal paradigm. I keep saying we'll be a billion dollar company. It's already written. It's going about going from the thought into the feeling and vibration. So your main job as a warrior in this is as things collapse around you is to rise higher consciousness inside of you and knowing that everything's going to be okay, that you are doing more than 90. There's 229 people out of 7 billion people in the world watching this. You are a small, small percentage of the population even being awakened to this, you know? And so, yeah, it's just it's such an interesting dynamic. Yeah, you mentioned books. Um, so why don't we give them, giver, uh, viewers, and um, listeners something to read? Mm -hmm. And this is my book of the week here. It's called The oh. Concise Laws of Human Nature by one of my favorite authors, Robert Greene. This guy uh, authored a book called The 48 Laws of Power, an amazing, amazing book. Um, so I've started digging into the concise laws of human nature. So I uh, recommend that you guys listen to the book, audiobook, or buy the physical book. But this is one definitely for the library. You know, this is a, it's a Bible. It's a Bible. In fact, I bought a book um, today on iTunes, and I've just started uh, listening to it in the car uh, on the way to the gym. I'm going to tell you what the name of it is. It's called, it was recommended yeah. to me at dinner at the weekend. It's called Extreme Ownership. How Ooh, U.S. Navy SEALs lead and will, uh, sorry, lead and win. Uh, number one, New York Times bestseller. This one right here. That's a great okay. book. Great recommendation. So I have, the, so the one that I'm reading over, so I read something and I'll read, I read a book a day on, on the Headway app just in 15 minutes, but the, I, there's one that I absorb. So it's on, um, I do audio. So it's by Neville Goddard. It's Awakened Imagination and the Search. Awakened Imagination and the Search. This book will trip you out. Understanding the I am, the E, imagination. If you can control someone's imagination, you can control their whole life literally control their whole life. Headway is beautiful. Such a great app. Yeah. I have it on all my social media links. Cause it's like, I read a book 15 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day, every single morning. Perfect. Now, some people might say it's like, you know, too quick information, but it, it's just, when you wake up just to, you guys know from a conscious level right before bed, I don't know if it's beta to theta, theta to beta, but your brain is switching waves, right? So when you're falling asleep on the pillow, when you're going into subconscious awareness your mind is wide open for programming then you're open while you're sleeping so be careful with sleeping with the tv on number one um i play subconscious my programming while i sleep um be careful of like watching bad shows or news before you go to bed because your brain is taking that in maybe pray read a book listen to something positive when you wake up right when you wake up do not drink caffeine right away allow your cortisol levels to reset or readjust listen to an audiobook right away or something on YouTube that's positive or high frequency. Let your mind, I like to listen to a book because your, your subconscious is wide open. But what a lot of people do, what do they do? Indoctrination. They grab their coffee cup, they go sit in front of the news, and they start listening to bullshit right away. Yep. And it's like you, you literally pound some coffee, pound some caffeine, cortisol levels go up, you don't exercise, you're watching the news. It's like, whoa. And I know we're speaking to awakened beings here. You're probably jumping on YouTube and listening to positive stuff. But these are things that you should be exercising right now. You know, like Ken brought it up. He, you know, he, he talks about Bitcoin, but he said your number one thing is self-development. And you should be investing in your people say, well, I don't have enough money to invest. You have freedom to listen to YouTube. You can, you know, YouTube, I'm listening to this book on YouTube, Neville Goddard, uh, the, 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 the Awakened Imagination, The Search. It'll take you through a higher consciousness. And I remember 
Remember, Jesus was crucified on the mountain of the skull, translating the mountain of the skull. The Jordan River is on the 33rd longitude. How many vertebrae does your spine have? 33 vertebrae into the 34th that goes up into the crown. Higher consciousness. That's what you should be focusing on. Right? That could be Buddhism. It could be whatever you represent, whatever you want. But that higher Christ consciousness is just a high level of consciousness knowing that you have the power to make decisions. That's it. The power to make decisions. So, but yeah, this is see. crazy. I'm looking at the DXY. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, when we spiked in 1984, 1985, sorry, we crashed 48% between 1985 and 1987. Wow. Wow. The dollar collapsed. Yeah. I'm going to show you that. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's wild. Okay. So that was nice. So in 1980. Oh, shit. In 1981 and 82, we had high inflation and really high interest rates. 1981 is about here. Okay. So we continued. Wow. We breached the, uh, the the 125 level. Up we go. And up to 164, 1985. It took uh, three years and we crashed 48%. Damn. And reset in 1987. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, after that was 1981 to 82, President Reagan, we had high interest rates, high inflation, really high inflation. It's like it's a reset, man. We're back in the same cycle, except that the difference with this one, though, is this is the great reset, right? That's why the mm -hmm. world economic, because it's literally a brand new financial system. There's no, we're not going back to the same. This is from the Fed's mouth, Jerome Powell. He says, I'm worried about the middle class coming back to a new economy leveraged towards technology. He says millions of jobs will be lost. I keep showing the video on my YouTube channel because or on the, uh, on my channel part of this, because it's like, you need to understand what he's saying. He's literally saying shots fired guys. This is like, you're going to, your job is going to be leveraged towards technology. We're telling you that robots work a lot faster and they have drywalling robots. They have autonomous construction trucks. Drywalling robots can work 24 hours a day seven days a week with very little margin of error. Right. And so you got, you got robots in, in China and Japan that can, they can do fast food. They can cook much faster than a cook cooked at the robot doesn't call in sick. Right. They're going to have this AI is so smart. It can make decisions, accounting decisions. There's all kinds of things. So Ken, I think Ken, you brought up recently just, just a minute ago, reskilling yourself is so important right now. So important to reskill yourself. So yeah, you know, right, right now is the uh, this is the greatest time in history to build wealth. Mm -hmm. In times of financial yep. collapse, this is when the wealthy get even wealthier, and those who've educated mm -hmm. themselves get wealthy. So it's not a case of how much money do I have to invest. It's how um, it's about doing things in a certain way. And uh, I remember yeah. back in 2007, that's when I started buying businesses during the collapse of the Lehman Brothers. Is it Lehman or Lehman? Uh, or Lehman. Hey, Lehman, yep, you got it. Lehman, but uh, started buying up businesses, um, and I'm like, wow, you know, this is everybody's talking about this uh, global recession, and uh, yeah, yeah, I noticed, uh, I, I noticed a lot of pressure, a lot of stress during 2007, 2008. Lost a lot of business, you know, bought businesses that had business to business services. Mm -hmm. Started losing a lot of clients, and but onboarding a lot of new clients. But um, you know, we were buying these businesses with no money down, so. You know, anybody can do that. You just need to educate yourself, learn how leverage buyouts work, learn how to buy revenue, learn how to yeah. harness um, attention, learn how to buy your customers. It's a completely different way to operate. Uh, and then you can take that money. And then once you get a big cash pot, start diversifying mm. that money into different asset classes. But Robert Kiyosaki was also saying that uh, when the collapse happens, it's going to bring down everything from Bitcoin to gold to silver. So even all of these assets will mm -hmm. be reduced in price. Everything is going to come down in, with it. Everything. And every and everybody's going to say, well, <laughs> so this is the thing. Don't be this person, right? Say when it comes collapsing back down, when it comes collapsing back down, don't be that person that says, I didn't have any money to invest. Okay. How many of you are buying Starbucks, energy drinks, eating out three times a day? Cut out all your eating out. Go to beans and rice for three months. 90 days, cut out all your frivolous spending. And when it collapses, 
invest every bit of the frivolous spending in these speculative assets that they say are going to collapse and see what happens to your life. It will be life changing because number one, you'll train your brain to create resources. Number two is you'll learn to be an investor. And number three, you'll now be in the markets and be able to watch and understand and watch it go up, watch it go down. So when everybody's excited about crypto, that's when everybody starts buying. When everybody's fearful of crypto or investments, that's when the wealthy get very wealthy. So when I think uh, Warren Buffett says, when there's blood in the streets, that's he's salivating. He's like, that's when the blood in the streets, they start buying up stuff at very, very low cost, right? So your job is to look futuristically. Will these companies be here? Do they have nice balance sheets? You can look at their mosaic score. How are they valued? Like th that's very, very important to understand that type of stuff. Like if you go to the Link2 app, Go to the bottom, you can download or download their app and you can look at mosaic scores. You can see how they value companies. And people think you have to have, I, you know, this is, I was in banking. So I, I do admit that I have a lot of knowledge around the banking system. I wasn't an avid investor when I was in banking though. I just understood banking, the retail model. And I understood how to scale banks. And I understood the problems and solutions that banks needed. And that's how I got into XRP and the ISO tokens, because I was like, man, this is the infrastructure of the banking system. This is how they're going to save these banks. There's going to be a massive monopoly again of these small banks. If they don't get up with distributed ledger technology, RTP, they will perish. These banks will perish. The old walking into a bank is, is, is going to be the old model. You're not going to walk into a bank anymore. You're going to have a, a Zoom conversation with your banker, maybe, if you're lucky, right? It's going to be all online, AI, robot. How can we answer your questions? Type it into this chat bot. And everything's going to be done online. Everything. So this is a great question right here. As a 22-year-old man, what would what would you advise? Depends on individual circumstances, level of education, skills, what you're doing, what your passions are, what your vision is, where you see yourself in the future. You know, everybody's individual roadmap is subjective and individual to themselves. You know, maybe you want to be a millionaire, maybe you want to be a billionaire, maybe, you know, it just depends. But uh, just now, my best advice is education. Mm -hmm. um, educating yourself on the monetary system. Go and read that book that we were speaking about last week, The uh, the Creature from Jekyll Island. Is that what it's yeah. called? The Creature, yep. Creature from Jekyll Island? Yep. So start buying some books. Educate yourself on how the monetary system works if you don't already know. Educate yourself uh, on what money is, on investing, on mergers and acquisitions, on crypto. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's a. It can be a you know it's a it's a, an easy question to answer, but it's, it's also a difficult one depending on what your individual circumstances are. Yeah, I think the key. If I was talking to my twenty-two-year-old self, I would understand how money actually works. So Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, it kind of gives you this, the concept of a rich dad, poor dad, assets versus liabilities. Um, Thinking Grow Rich, that book changed my life. I listened, I read it every single year. I re redo it. There's 13 principles in there. Um, learning how to transmute sexual energy is very powerful. That's a principle in there. A lot of people ignore if you can be powerful and control that energy and put it into something productive. And then test stuff like fail like the you've been in our this is something that pisses me off in our indoctrination system not against teachers not against school teachers but the indoctrination education system is they taught you that failure is bad so you get a big f on your report card right and so you are deathly afraid to go home and tell your parents you got an f because they're going to take away your playstation there was always a, a negative connotation to failing so then when you become an adult you won't take risks because you are ingrained in your subconscious mind that failure is bad. Failure is not bad if it's not catastrophic, right? You're going to fail and you're going to get better from those failures. And if you're 22 years old, you have a lot more time to take risk. And so as you take those risks, make sure they're calculated risk. Um, another thing too is your friends. You know, I was, our parents used to say this to us all the time. And I say it to my daughter all the time. It's like, you are the sum of the five people you hang with. But what it really means is you're the frequency of those people. So if they're, you know, talking about, you know, partying all the time and doing drugs and doing low vibration things and playing poker every single night. If you're around a group of dudes that are talking about investing and growing and buying businesses, you're probably going to end up becoming pretty wealthy. Right. So you truly are the frequency of the people you hang out with. So you made a good point, Coach GB. Um, yeah. So speaking of that 22 year old self, I would certainly take a look, like you say, at this, uh, the company that you keep. Uh, mm -hmm. What do these people do 
for a living? How successful are they? Are they working class people that uh, are happy uh, being indoctrinated and uh, stuck inside the matrix? Mm-hmm. And if so, uh, and if you want to grow, then these are not the sort of people that you want to be spending too much time with. Even doesn't matter how nice the people are. Mm-hmm. You, you keep on spending lots of time with these people, um, then you're probably not going to go very far yourself. But if your plans are to break away, live financially free, uh, become a citizen of the world, um, you know, like myself, and have homes all over the world, then you need to start um, rotating yourself in strategic circles, uh, picking uh, some new friends, finding some new people to socialize with, uh, and yeah, people that uh, will force you to level up. You know, the most important thing that you can have is a tribe of brothers. A tribe of brothers that are smashing it in life, that are very successful, because what you do find is that these people, they literally force you to level up. Um, they want, you know, good entrepreneurs and good people will want to see you succeed in life. But most mm-hmm. people do not. They're not happy. Your friends are not happy to see you doing well. And that's one of my observations over the years, um, is that most people are not happy about your success. Yeah, it's a beautiful. I couldn't say it better myself. I put up a tweet recently that said, you know, if you're hanging out with your buddies at 30, 25 years old and they're still talking about the the touchdown they threw in high school and not talking about moving forward or becoming better or being better partners or husbands or moving forward in business and you want to do something with your life, you got to change your friends. You have to. If you're talking about your high school, you know, touchdown and all this shit and revisiting the old paradigm and, you know, talking about this and that, it should be conversations about, hey, man, what books are you reading? What have you learned? You know, what skills can we learn? And and like you said, something really important Ken talked about. Don't if you see someone else succeeding in your circle, clap for them, clap for them. Don't hate on them, man. That's the worst thing you can do. Clap for them. Pray for their success. And stay in their frequency, man. And hopefully they'll be the same type of friend. So that's when you really, really find out who your friends are, just being completely transparent. And when you succeed beyond your wildest dream, you will see who your real friends are. Your real friends will clap for you, right? They will clap for you. And you don't have to do anything else but continue to rise up into a higher consciousness of frequency. And you'll see, you know, high high tides raises the boats, low tide lowers the boats. So it will find its equal. So... Love it. Another love great it. Book, financially um, for, uh, for a 22-year-old would be how to, how to Win Friends and Influence People. So read that book. Also learn about social awareness and self-awareness. Uh, mm-hmm. And just understand that most people don't want to hear about you and your success. Speak about them and their success. Start listening to what other people have to say. Just read that book and it's going to change your life. Yeah, I would. Well, I'll tell you something. I have Abs up here right now, Abdullah. So he's the host of our Good Morning Crypto Show. I'll give you an example. So Abs showed up at our academy. I don't remember Abs. You could say a year ago, two years ago. It was like he just showed up. He's like, I'm going to meet you, and he showed up. We hung out together. He spent a week with me, um, and then we did ice baths together. He just he's like, I want to live your life, and we worked together. Abs is how old are you, Abs? Sorry, 24, 25. I mean, he's head of our Good Morning Crypto show. The guy's crushing in life, investor. Um, He just showed up. He applied himself. He was like, and he just says right here, be a sponge. So really good advice coming from someone in the round, round the same age range. But he's the host of our Good Morning Crypto show, man. The guy's rising up with our company, and it's just really important. And that's what the Academy is all about. It's just high frequency beans. Eight companies have been started out of the Academy because we're all focused. I have my board right in front of me, all the businesses, exactly where they're at, where we're going, what we're doing. And, you know, we all have the same like mind, you know, we're all pushing each other to be better. Um, And and wise counsel, Brenda, uh, who's on our team, she's, she runs my social media. You know, she said to me one day, she said, when you level up, it creates a mirror in other people. So they have to look in the mirror and either ask themselves, am I going to be jealous or am I going to level up? If you're leveling up your friends, it creates a mirror to them. And if they look in the mirror and they're like, shit, I got to get my shit together. That's the kind of people you want to run with. But if they're looking in the mirror, be like, now I'm jealous and angry and they stop clapping for you. You got to be very, very careful who you surround yourself with. It's important. But. I think we should uh, take a quick look at the uh, the Bitcoin chart. Um, Let's do it. Let me just Let's do it uh, share my screen with you guys. So, if you guys appreciate this content, please show your support by dropping a link. Uh, sorry, a like, not link, a like, <laughs> um, and leaving a, a comment below. 
um, and, and, sh- and share with us what you would like us to speak about on next week's show. Yeah, uh, but this, this is what I'm uh, this is what I'm looking at just now on the Bitcoin chart. Um, uh, we've been following this uh, downward sloping channel, uh, and what I'm expecting to happen if the DXY continues to pump, which it should do um, soon, is for us to come down to this level down here at fourteen thousand, which is crazy. Uh, and I'm pretty certain that this is going to happen. I'm pretty certain we're going to come down to fourteen k very very soon. Um, but yeah, that, 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 is that what you guys are looking at at the Three T Warrior Academy? We're looking at the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, one hundred percent. We're looking for. Uh, the, we, I will I'll speak for myself. I don't want to speak for the whole team because everybody has different opinions, but a lot of in alignment. You know, we're looking for a collapse, big collapse in October, a stock market, crypto market. Um, that's what I see. So, but yeah, you yeah, know, that, I think that's going to be a gift if we get down to 14K. Oh, um, huge you know, gift. A gift in the crypto huge. gods. So, I will be uh, using that as a major buying opportunity should that happen. Yeah. What a great way to wrap it up. Now, remember, Warriors, like, like as everybody's been, when everybody's fearful, that's the time when you should be excited, right? When everybody's super excited, that's the time you should kind of pull back and say, Robert Kiyosaki said it this way. He was like, he said, he's in real estate. And he said, when I'm at the grocery store and everybody's talking about how much money they're making on their houses, he goes, I start selling property. <laughs> he's like, he's like, if people like for, let me take it into crypto. If you're at the grocery store line and you hear grandma talking about Bitcoin or Dogecoin behind you, and she's talking about how much money, you know, she's going to make, or she's putting money in there. If the, if the conversation becomes very normal, that means the public's coming in. You probably want to look at selling some profits or having an exit strategy, which is really, really important. We have Merlin coming out, which is our exit strategy app and tracker, which is going to help you with that. So we just want to make sure that you guys understand none of this is financial advice. We're not financial advisors. We're literally just documenting our journey into the quantum financial system. So, you know, don't take anything as financial advice. Don't make decisions based on what we say. But really listen and feel the frequency and vibration and find your own truth. Do your own research. Make good decisions. But again, this is the time to shift generations. That's what Ken did back in 2007, 2008. Everything was collapsing and he completely shifted his timeline and retired early. Could have retired back way back when, right? He just made a completely opposite turn of everybody else. And as everybody else was running, everybody else was collapsing. He was building an empire. And so this is your time. And it's not about having thousands of dollars in capital in your bank account. You can create capital through changing your habits. I'm walking, living, breathing proof of that. I was on my mom's couch three years ago, and I'll keep saying that I'm not embarrassed of that. I just like, God, I got to get my shit together. So I just took advantage in a positive way, thanked my parents for giving me a roof over my head. You know, I had no rent during that time. I'm like, okay, it's game time. And I started accumulating, creating cash flow, flipping vacuums, doing whatever I can, buying, getting free stuff on Facebook and flipping it. You know, the Gary Vee thing, it was like I was out there just hustling, man. I was hustling and it changed my life. And it developed this in, uh, confidence in me that I will never, ever be broke again because I understand how money works. There is money everywhere. You just have to go out and get it. But you have to rewire your brain through the education that we're sharing with you guys, the books that we're sharing with you guys. It's very important to rewire the old paradigm because your parents and your grandparents grew up in a completely different paradigm. That, that paradigm is not going to work anymore. Parents and grandparents are giving their kids financial advice in this new paradigm. It's not going to work. The old, in my opinion, the old 401k model, the pension model is smashed. It's done. It's gone. So what do you want? What do you want to leave with Ken today? What's your motivational motive message for today? I would um, leave the show by going over to iTunes and perhaps starting by downloading these books. Go over to uh, Amazon.com and buy the books so you can hold them in your hand. Think and go rich. Concise laws of human nature. The creature from Jekyll Island. The psychology of money. Yeah, I I think a good place to start just now if you're um, sitting with not a lot of uh, capital under your belt will be to Start by investing in these books. Yeah. Yeah. You are the number one investment warriors because if everything comes collapsing down, the only thing left is this. And this is what they're taking control of. All this technology, the tension span of a human being is five seconds. So if you can get it to 30 seconds, if you can get it up to a minute, if you can get up to 30 minutes like you used to be in the 1980s, you are going to be a very rare 
rare human being as we go into this quantum system. So we love you guys. We appreciate the show is growing. Do us a huge favor. If you're on podcast listening to this, give us a five-star review, share it with a friend. If you're on YouTube, make sure you leave a comment, give us a like, and make sure you hit that notification button. As we always say, warriors, rise. rise. Get your shit together. We'll see you soon. Love you guys.